Welcome to The Outpouring with Executive Pastor Bob Oliver of the New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. To God be the glory, hallelujah. All protocol observed and in the interest of the time that we have, I'd like you to turn to 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1 to verse 7. And Prophet Sherry has uh, shared our sentiments and our greetings with you, and especially with uh, the headship of New Covenant Church of Philadelphia, founding senior pastors, amen, Bishop Dr. C. Milton Granham and Dr. Hyacinth Bob Granham in her absence, but not absent from our thoughts and from our prayers. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And thou know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves." So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few, and when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go. Sell the oil and pay thy debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. The great distinction between the Old Testament and the New Testament is that the old spoke of what was to come, and the new speaks of what is already here. The Pauline epistles in particular speak into, but not really focus or major on what is still coming. They emphasize what has already been accomplished by Jesus Christ and what is already ours. So, for example, you see in Ephesians, Paul says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He talks about, I pray that your eyes of understanding would be enlightened, that you might know Him, and goes on about the powers and, uh, and all the things that God has, has given to the church. Paul focuses on what we have. He speaks on the things that Jesus has already accomplished that we need to grab a hold of. Paul's passion 
was helping us believers understand and take hold of the inheritance that already belongs to us in Christ. And this is because using what we already have is key to possessing what we lack. Answering the question that the prophet asked the widow, he says to her, what is in your house? I would like to rephrase that a little bit and say the question was, what do you have left? She was in debt. Her sons were going to be sold into slavery to pay off the debt. Obviously, she didn't have very much. And the question that the prophet asks is that I'm aware of what you don't have. You need a lot of money. You need an answer for the situation, but... In order for anything to happen, we have to start right here and answer this question, what do you have left? Can you help me ask your neighbor that question this morning? What do you have left? Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you have left? You know, we... we <laughs> We need to understand that God will use what you have left. Uh, yeah, maybe you lost some people along the way, but what do you have left? Uh, maybe you lost a little bit of physical capacity along the way, but what do you have? Maybe you don't have the money you used to have, but what? And when you answer the question, what do I have left? You are at the beginning of a miracle. So what did the widow have left? She had a jar of oil. But it wasn't all. She had favor with her neighbors. She had to borrow vessels, which meant that she needed to have a good relationship and favor with her neighbors for her to be able to approach them and borrow every vessel that was available in their houses. She had that left. And she had two helpful sons left. Now, God enters into a divine partnership with us. He calls upon us to use what we have left. Then he brings what he can do for us to get what we lack. Someone say divine partnership. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what does God have? Well, <laughs> God has unlimited supernatural power. I want to call it the God factor. Can you say the God factor? Yes, yes, yes. And, and so Elisha comes to the need of this widow who has very little left, but he comes with the God factor. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So let me just say here that don't overlook what you have left. 
Because what you have left is the beginning of something new. What you have left is not the end. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Yeah. What you have left doesn't mean that all hope is gone. There's something in your house. Tell your neighbor, there's something you have left. There's something you still have. Come on. If all you can do is to move a toe, then you got something left. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. What you have left is half of what you need to receive your breakthrough. God doesn't need a lot. You know, he just needs what's left. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. It's in your house. It's in your hand. But you got something left. For example... Moses only had a rod. That's all he had left. God said, I'll use the rod. I'll put my God factor on your rod. Are you there? The woman who had the last meal said, all I have left. It's just a little oil and some flour. That's all I have left. And the prophet said, that's enough. We'll just put the God factor on it. David uh, only had a sling and five stones. But God put his hand on that sling. And on those stones, and Goliath came down. Five loaves and two fishes to feed 5,000 men, not counting women and children, but because of the God factor. Someone say the God factor. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Just a boat, some fishing nets, Bless the God factor, and there was a great catch of fish. Miracles happen when we use what we have. Uh, we have a tendency to, to mourn too long over what we no longer have. Uh, we tend to grieve far too long over what we lost along the way to the point that we forget that we have something left. Uh, so miracles happen when we use what we have and engage with the God factor. We wait indefinitely or in vain for our ship to come in and for our big break when we think that our answer is coming from outside of a divine partnership with God. Ask your neighbor, what do you have left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you have left? We are empty nesting. Five children grown. The youngest is 21. Three grandchildren. And uh, praise God, 33 years of marriage. And by the grace of God, and sometimes uh, we miss 
the sound of the patter of little feet around the house. We miss the sound of children arguing. We just miss the squabbles about who's going to do the dishes. Now, we still have our youngest son and one of our daughters, but nonetheless, we, we sometimes think about what we have lost, children grown and gone. But I'm here to tell you that the miracle remains in what is left. Uh, thank God they're alive and they're fine, you know. It's not like they've passed away or anything. But I know the feeling. We all know what, know what it means to, to lose along the way. And to come to a point to think that I'll never recover. I'll never get it back again. It'll never be as good as it was. Come on, somebody. Uh, I'll just cut my losses and just coast to the end. Because what I've lost is so much greater than what I can bear. But you have something left. As African-Americans, and I do count myself as an African-American <laughs> in every legitimate way, we have struggled under slavery, Jim Crow laws, modern racism, because we have looked for our freedom to be given to us by those who oppressed us without the God factor. We're still waiting for our 40 acres and a mule. I don't know if anybody got theirs. And our reparations for slavery are still pending. Guess what? They're not coming. Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, Dr. Martin Luther King, you name them among many other great voices, have tried to free us. But it's only when we realize that the keys to our shackles are in our own hands. We have lost a lot along the way. But the power is in what we have left. The future lies in what remains. So long as we add the God factor. It's not in our oppressor's hands, nor can we free ourselves from the mindsets that have kept us down for centuries without God. We need to learn that our hopes do not lie in the hands of a president, a government, or a national constitution alone. Our hopes lie in our own hands and in God's supernatural intervention. Someone say the God factor. I don't know about you, but when I look at our world and we look at where things are going, where things are, I don't know about you, but we need divine intervention. We struggled against apartheid in South Africa and will continue to struggle against its institutionalized systems and effects. And we'll continue to struggle until we realize that even though Steve Biko, Chris Honey, Robert Sabukwe, and Nelson Mandela tried to liberate us, even though they tried, the keys to our full liberation do not lie in the hands of past colonial masters, nor can we succeed in freeing ourselves in our own strength. Humanism in all its forms 
has failed us. The truth is that the keys have always been in our own house together with the God factor for us to stop acting like the oppressed or like our oppressors. Africa's greatest problem today is no longer the painful colonial past or the present greedy imperialism of the West, nor the threat of economic recolonization from the East. President Paul Kagame, who just won another democratic election with a 99.3% majority vote by the Rwandan nation, has proven in his own country that Africa's greatest problem lies in the false belief that our economic progress and prosperity will come from outside of Africa and Africans without God. The truth is that global superpowers will continue to willfully plunder Africa as long as we fail to recognize that our real solutions must come from the continent itself, counting what we have left, using what remains, but in divine partnership with an almighty supernatural God. Africa already has everything it needs to fulfill its destiny if only we would engage the God factor. So the widow was a desperate, has a desperate financial need and the prophet brought the God factor. She thought she had no resources at all until the prophet arrived. Someone say the God factor is here today. Ah, oh, glory to God, something is about to shift in your life because there is a God factor. God will show up in your situation with supernatural power and ability and change it around. When you see the value of what you still have, you will realize that you have the seeds to the future that you only dreamed for and about until now. If you enter, into a divine partnership with God. So, what is in your house? What do you have left? Well, you have God-given gifts. You've got knowledge. You've got skills. You've got experience. You have talents. These are priceless resources. These things cannot be taken away from you. Oh, you also have physical ability. You have energy. You have 24 hours a day. You have opportunities that come. You have that. Oh, you also have relationships. People in your life, networks and connections. They're very important resources, and you have seed for sowing. But let's talk about the God factor, just waiting to be activated. What do we have because of God? Someone say, activate it. Yes. Well, Let's mention a few things. Well, number one, you have eternal life. Now, now, we need to understand what that really means because, you know, we can say these things in church and, but not always fully process what that means. Eternal life, the life of God, that is an indestructible life. Jesus said, he that believeth in me shall never die. It's a mystery because in the natural people die. But he's saying that, that 
real death does not come to a real believer because your life is indestructible. We enter into our rest. We enter into our reward. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But the life that we have received in Jesus is indestructible. It is eternal. You got that? You have the nature of God. The Bible says now we are the children of God. We are the sons of God. That means that you and I have the genes, the DNA of God himself. Someone say, I got that. Yeah. So you have God's genes spiritually. You also have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to inspire you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. This is not coming from the outside. You have it. It abides in you. Glory to God. He's, he's in your house. We have the very source of wisdom. Christ has become to us wisdom. Righteousness, redemption, sanctification. Uh, so you, does that mean? That means that we have access to creativity. Innovation. Divine ideas, solutions. You have access. Mm. It means you are the righteousness of God. Now, what does that mean in practical terms? I'll tell you what that means. It means that because God has dealt with the sin factor, you and I now have the favor of God. Someone say, I'm favored. I'm highly favored. Can I break it down just a little bit more? What that means is that God will treat you specially because you have favor. Oh, okay, you're not quite hearing me. You see, God loves everybody. Sinner, not a sinner, doesn't matter age, religion, Belief system, he doesn't care. He loves everybody, but he doesn't favor everybody. Favor means you have special treatment. You've got special access. That means God prioritizes you because you have favor. Someone shout, I have favor. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. When I pray, God hears me. He responds to me because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and I'm highly favored. Tell you never, you are favored of the Lord. You are not a statistic. You are set apart. Ah, oh, can I come with this now? The God factor means that you have the mind of Christ. Yeah, can I tell you what you have in your house? Can I tell you what you have left? Hallelujah. When you might have lost some things along the way and things are not where they used to be or how they used to be on the outside, but this is what you have on the inside. You have the mind of Christ. What does that mean? That means you have access to supernatural intelligence and understanding. Glory to God. What you say? Hallelujah. Someone say access. Yes, access to supernatural intelligence. Got the mind of Christ. There's a solution somewhere. And if I just access it and tap into it, I'll access the answer to the problem that I'm facing. It's not coming from the outside. It's coming from the inside. It's in your house. You already have, therefore, the indwelling anointing of the Holy Spirit. So what does that mean? In a nutshell, it means that you are hardwired for winning. Yeah. 
It's not over until you win. You know, they said until the fat lady sings. It's not over. Oh, shoot now. It's not over until you win. You are hardwired to win. That's why you feel the struggle. That's why we feel the angst. That's why we feel the displeasure. That's why we feel some frustration when things are not the way they're supposed to be because you are hardwired to win. Hallelujah. And because of the anointing of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, you are going to win. You are coming out on top. Come on, somebody. You are going to another level. You are breaking through. You are going higher. You are rising up. Hallelujah. Shout yes, somebody. Uh, you already have the God factor. Hey, that means that hopeless, dead situations can be supernaturally turned around because of the God factor. When they crucified our Savior and laid him in the grave, the devil forgot one little detail. <laughs> he forgot, he thought he had taken everything including his life, but he had not taken his body, and that's all he had left. But because of the God factor, he rose from the dead. Hallelujah. You see, that God factor will resurrect every situation that you have faced. It will bring back everything that you have lost. Hallelujah. I don't care if it's a valley of dry bones. In, hey, glory to God. The prophet saw a valley full of bones. That's all that was left. Was just a valley full of dry bones. But then the Holy Ghost said to him, prophesy, son of man. Come on, introduce the God factor into a dead, dry, hopeless, helpless situation. And the Bible says, I prophesied as I was commanded and bone began to come to bone. Hallelujah. And sinew against sinew. And eventually he says, prophesy to the winds so that breath can come to the, and he introduced the God factor. And eventually there was an exceeding great Amen. I'm here to tell you that God will resurrect any dead situation and bring it back to life. That you're not without hope. Glory to God. Be seated and I'm going to close. I'm getting there. So activate, activate your miracles by using what you have, what you have left, with your faith in God's ability. Remember, remember divine partnership. Mm -hmm. So the, the widow had to release the oil that she had in order to activate and receive an abundance of the oil she needed. She let go of what she had. What was left, she released the oil so that she could activate and receive an abundance of the oil she needed by faith. And as oil poured out of her jar, more oil refilled it until she got into a rhythm of pour, refill, a new vessel, okay, mom, clink, pour, refill, new vessel, okay, mom, clink, pour, 
Refill. New vessel, son. Yes, mom. Clink. Pour. Refill. A rhythm started going on. Someone say a rhythm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when there were no more vessels, she broke the rhythm and the flow of faith with it, and the oil stopped from being refilled. There were no more empty vessels. So the key here is the rhythm of faith. The rhythm of faith. You know, the rhythm of contractions activate the miracle called birth. At first, and we've had five, and you uh, no doubt have had your own and grandchildren. At first, uh, the rhythm was slow. One contraction every 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And then the rhythm picked up one every 15 minutes. Now you better be close to the hospital if you're not already there. And then the contractions go to one every 10 minutes. And then the rhythm goes from every 10 minutes to every five minutes. Someone say rhythm. Rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. It is the rhythm of the contractions that cause the birth of the miracle. Almost everything operates on a cycle, rhythm, or frequency. Mm -hmm. The heartbeat that's in your chest right now has a rhythm that causes the blood to flow. Your breathing has a rhythm. Walking is a rhythm. Music has rhythm. The atoms that we cannot see are moving in a rhythm. Electrons around neutrons. The microwave oven, uh, oven that we use in our homes operates on waves. Microwave. It's got a rhythm. The cell phones in our pockets, in our pocketbooks, operate on microwaves. Radio has wavelengths. Television has got rhythm, it's got television waves. Light is sound, is light waves. Time itself has a rhythm. Seconds, minutes, hours, etc. The pulse of electricity. The rhythm is measured in hertz. The cycles, the pulses of electricity. Machines operate with a rhythm. Radiation therapy is radioactive, is radiation waves that are pulsing. Laser therapy is light. Waves and tides of the sea, just about everything you can think about is operating on a frequency. So, activating the miracle you need requires the correct rhythm and wavelength of faith. Just like a remote. It activates technology and faith in God has a supernatural wavelength that causes what you have to flow. And you supernaturally receive what you're believing for. Can I break it down a little further? So faith in God operates on the wavelength of now. Now faith is, Hebrews chapter 11, now faith now, faith is, not tomorrow, not yesterday. Now, faith is the substance. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have when now I give unto thee. Jesus says, stretch out your hand when now. He says, rise up and walk when now. So faith in God operates on the wavelength of now.
Faith in God resonates with the vibrations of belief, hope, and expectation. It is a substance of things hoped for. So we have to resonate with the vibrations of hope, with belief, with expectation. The Bible says about Jesus and the apostles, when Jesus saw their faith. Isn't that interesting? How do you see faith when the person is not yet healed? You sense the hope. It's like a vibration. You sense the expectation. Faith in God flows in the key of love. Oh, hallelujah. Galatians 5 verse 6 says, Faith worked by love. Jesus was moved with compassion and healed them all. Because faith flows in the key of love. Faith in God strikes the chord of authority. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13 says, I have believed, therefore I have spoken. He says, take up your bed and go home. He says, peace, be still. He says, Lazarus, come forth. Faith in God requires a rhythm of obedience and courageous action. This is a big one. A rhythm of obedience and courageous action. James 2.26 says, faith without works is dead. He says, go, show yourselves to the priest. He says, the prophet says, make me a cake first. Jesus says at the wedding of, Gala, of, 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 of Cana, whatever he says to you, this is what Mary says rather, do it. And then Jesus says what? Fill the water pots with water. So faith in God requires a rhythm of obedience and courageous action. Faith in God is in harmony with the notes of patience and endurance. It is in sync with the timing of the Lord. Hebrews 6 verse 12 says, Through faith and patience we inherit the promises. Faith in God releases, this is a good one, faith in God releases the sound of joy and the beat of celebration. The Bible says about Abraham in Romans chapter 4 verse 20, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, watch this now, giving glory to God. Faith gives glory to God before the oil starts flowing. Before the miracle happens, before the breakthrough comes out and manifests. In the Old Testament, he said, send Judah. Send praise first. Because we're activating faith here. And if there's going to be faith, there must be a sound. There is a sound of faith. There's a sound of joy. It's a sound of celebration. It's a sound of expectation. Hallelujah. It's a sound to say, Lord, I know that you are able. It's a sound that says you are the same. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's a sound that says a thousand may fall at my side. Ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Hallelujah. Faith is never quiet. Faith is never mousy-mousy. Faith has a sound. You got to get loud about it. You got to open up your mouth and give God a praise. You've got to lift up your voice and say, Lord, I believe you. I know you can do it. I know you are able. 
I know you have all power. You can make the lame walk. You can make the blind see. You can cause the deaf to hear. You can put bread on my table. You can take care of me. So right now, as I begin to get to a close now, I want us to activate the God factor. Can you stand with me? We're going to activate the God factor. He's here. He's in this place. He's in the room. Hallelujah. So what are we going to do? First of all, we're just going to pray in the Spirit. Or with the understanding, if you're not able to do that, until your expectation is refreshed. Can we do that right now? Just begin to pray in the Spirit. Katomoshate. Kalabagitomoshata. Brande beshiangobore. Rokopakataya. We're activating the God factor now. Likomoshe. Someone's going to get healed. Someone's going to get an answer from God. Someone's blessing is about to manifest. We're going to do it for two minutes, three minutes. Just begin to pray in the Spirit. Pray with the understanding. Ask, He says, and you shall receive. You got to expect something. You got to come with some form of expectation that faith is now. Now faith is. This is my moment. I'm using what is left. But Lord, I believe you right now. He that prays in the Spirit does not speak to men but unto God. Howbeit in the Spirit He speaks mysteries. Ah, you're stirring things up. You are building up yourself. You're edifying yourself. A miracle is about to be birthed in your life. Hallelujah. Now, let's go on. I could spend time on that, but we don't have it. So make faith declarations about what you are expecting. Speak to those bones right now. Make a faith declaration. What is it that you are decreeing over your situation? Come on. Now begin to speak. Begin to declare it. Begin to decree it. Hallelujah. We are activating that miracle now. In the name of Jesus, there's a rhythm. There is a frequency of faith. Don't log off. Don't tune. Don't turn the dial. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's just stay in the spirit. Glory to God, because that's where the miracle is. The God factor is coming in right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, make those faith decrees in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, a couple of more things and we'll be there. Now, I want us to worship the Lord and praise Him with joy. That's right. Praise Him with your hands. Praise Him with your mouth. Praise Him with the dance. Praise Him with a shout. Praise Him and magnify Him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We worship You, Lord. We lift You up. We exalt You. We know that You are able. We know it's here right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we worship You. We lift You up, Lord. Worship the Lord. Praise the Lord. With joy, with joy shall we draw water from the wells of salvation. With joy shall we draw water from the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to give you a minute to do that. I want to give you a minute to do that. What you have is enough. What you have left is enough. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We praise the name of the Lord. God is able. We give you the praise, Lord. Hallelujah. It's good to have a song we can sing, but you can sing to the Lord a new song. You can sing to the Lord your own song. You can celebrate the Lord your own way. Glory to God. Faith has a sound. 
Faith is never silent. Faith has a sound. Faith is never silent. Faith has a sound. Faith is never silent. Faith has a sound. Faith is never silent. It activates the miraculous power of God when we release our faith to God. Hallelujah. Oh yeah, something's begin to shift now. Now, begin to use what you already have and do what you can with it. Whatever you have left, begin to use what you have and do what you can with it. That means that if you couldn't bend over, do what you could do and what you can do. If you couldn't move an arm, just begin to do what you can. Glory to God. You couldn't breathe properly, just begin to do. Use what you have. Come on. Use what you've got left. Mm -hmm. That means that if you don't have the money, use the money you have. Sow the seed you got. Activate the miracle. And obey the rhema of God. Whatsoever he says to you, do it right now. Do it right now. Some things you may have to do after the service, tomorrow. But, but make up your mind right now that I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to do. This is what, I want to make that call. I'm going to send that email. I'm going to go pay that visit. I'm going to do ABC. Whatever he says to you right now, just do it. Obey the rhema of God. And then finally, expect the God factor to kick in. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. As we close, as we close, we're, not gonna, we're gonna pray now. We're gonna pray for people. The Lord spoke to us a few weeks ago before we even got in contact, amen, with Pastor Bob, uh, Oliver, um, about us coming. And he laid in our hearts that God will heal the sick today. Prophet just told you there's this guy that had gallstones in his kidney we were ministering somewhere over the Passover, and he was in such great pain. In fact, he was supposed to be in hospital. He forced his way, came to church, and um, had a, an appointment to get surgery to remove the kidney stones in his kidney. We prayed. The anointing of God moved. He went for the surgery appointment. The doctors were confused. Because when they put him under the x-ray and whatever instruments they used before they took him in, they said, we don't see the stones anymore. They're vanished. They're gone. Now, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, I want you to notice that this miracle of oil was a silent miracle. Not every miracle is noisy. It happened undramatically. Oil. Another, another vessel, clink, pour, refill. Another vessel, clink, pour, another vessel. And I'm saying to you, you don't need to have feelings. You just need to have faith. Come on, now lift up your hands and say, Father, I receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Halaboshatebekitolomoshaya. First of all, we're going to, there's a, a word of knowledge for people with skeletal problems. Bones are being healed right now. Bones. Bones. In the last couple of weeks, we've had people being healed of bones, especially the feet. The toes, bones, legs, feet, 
in the back, glory to God. We haven't got time to keep on calling people to come up here. Just lift up your hands if that is you, even if it's not you. Praise the Lord. Just receive that healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody is receiving a miracle right now. If you couldn't bend, now bend. If you couldn't walk, now walk. All right. All right, you stay right here, sir. We're going to pray with you. Amen. You're in the right place. Glory to God. So whatever, you couldn't move because of pain, arthritis, whatever itis it is, just begin to do what you can do. And you'll be able to do what you couldn't do. Come on. Hallelujah. Miracles are happening right now. Begin to do what you can do. And what you couldn't do, you'll be able to do. But you gotta do what you can do. Use what you've got in the name of Jesus. Move what you can, and you'll be able to move what you couldn't move. That's right. I see somebody moving their hands. I see some people moving their legs, moving their feet, bending those knees, bend over. Whatever you could not do in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, stay on the wavelength of faith. In the name of Jesus, receive it right now. In Jesus' mighty name. You don't need me to touch you. It's happening right now. It's in your house. It's in your house. It's within your reach. Hallelujah. The God factor is at work. That if he who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he shall quicken your mortal body. I command the quickening power of the Spirit of the living God. Be healed now in the mighty name of Jesus. Prophet, you can lay hands on whosoever you feel led. Kidney, kidney. Anybody else with kidneys? Just step one step forward. Sir, just step one step forward, yes. Hallelujah. The rest of us, just continue to do what you couldn't do until you can do everything you couldn't do. Glory to God. Anybody else? Kidney, liver, issues. Come on up. Come on up. Woo! Glory. Just to take one step forward so I can just, if it's liver, kidneys, organs, internal organs. God is healing internal organs right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Heart, palpitations, blood pressure, arrhythm, aneurysms. In the name of Jesus, circuitry problems. Be healed in Jesus' name. Glory to God. If you want to come up, come on up. If you don't feel led to come up, it's on you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So long as you receive wherever you are, just receive. Begin to receive it by faith in Jesus' mighty name. Okay. I'm going to need some oil here. I'm going to need some oil. Mexica. I want to ask the Balos to come and help us. Praise the Lord. And I don't know who else we can ask to come and help us here. There's a lot of people. All right. Thank you. Oh, the anointing is moving right now. Glory to God. The anointing is moving right now. In the name of Jesus. 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 Ah, in Jesus' name, receive it. Receive it in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, receive your healing. Receive your miracle. Receive it now in Jesus' name. Be healed by the authority of the name of Jesus. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Alzheimer's, dementia, mental issues. Right now, receive your healing. In Jesus' name, memory loss. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Be healed, be healed, be healed. <laughs> yes, in Jesus' name. Receive your healing right now. Receive. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Be healed. Be made whole. Be made whole. Be made whole in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
Lagabashi, in the name of Jesus, be healed, be healed, be healed in Jesus' name. Just continue to praise Him until you believe you have received, then you can go back to your seat. Have you been prayed for yet? In the name of Jesus, receive your healing now. If you've been prayed for and you believe you've received, just go back to your seat so that other people can come up. In Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name. If you're still receiving, stay right here. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Be made whole. Yes, yes, yes. Alabashe. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, of love. We command healing. We command healing. A reversal of all degeneration. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, be made whole right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you the praise, we give you the glory, we give you the honor, we give you the majesty. Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Uh, sweet rose of Sharon, lily of the valley, bright and morning star, ancient of days, uh, Lord of all. We worship and glorify you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. Spirit of the living God. Be healed, be healed. Be made whole in the mighty name of Jesus. All right. Now, the Lord is working in relationships, particularly family relationships dead relationships estrangement from children grandchildren daughters-in-law sons-in-law in-laws God is working now in the area of relationships wherever you are just begin to thank him and praise him in the name of Jesus just be listening to an instruction from the Lord as to what you need to do. Use what you've got. Do what you can do by the leading of the Spirit of the living God. God is bringing families together in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory and honor. You're worthy of praise. Just lift up those hands of which going almost, we're almost there, we're almost there, we're almost there. I just sense there's something else that the Spirit of the Lord wants to do. Is it something you're getting from the Spirit? Not, not, okay, but praise God. Hallelujah. Someone is still making a withdrawal from the Spirit of the living God right now. I know that time is against us, but someone is still making a withdrawal. Thank you, Father. Okay. I want us to stretch out our hands and proxy to Bishop for Pastor Hyacinth right now. Let's join our faith together for a supernatural divine intervention for the Granums in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Stretch out your hands. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Ha! There's nothing too hard for you. There's nothing impossible with you. Father, we decree and declare a miracle. Ha! A miracle. A miracle. Now. Now. From the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. In Jesus, we speak healing to every system in her body. We speak healing to a circuitry system, skeletal system, nervous system, endocrine system, digestive system, every system in her body. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be made whole. 
Father, we thank you for healing the bishop also, touching him, spirit, mind, soul, body, in Jesus' mind. Renew his youth as the eagle. Thank you, Father. We give you the praise. If you believe that that has happened, then give God some praise right now in the mighty name of Jesus as we hand over the mic. Come on, we can do better than that and give God a praise. I don't know if I'm going to do the call, the altar call. I want to hand over to you, Pastor Barlow. Amen. We love you, New Covenant. God bless you. Hallelujah. Come on, New Covenant. Give God. Come on, give it up for God. Hallelujah. Becky's. Thank you. Come on, just the anointing is still here. Just wave. Just wave. Come on. Come on, just wave. I receive it. Come on. I, I receive it. I receive it. Come on. Wave, wave. If you can't stand to your feet, just wave. Just wave. I receive it. Favor. Come on. I receive favor. I receive favor. Favor, favor, favor. Favor for my life. Favor upon my children. Favor upon my spouse. Favor, favor, favor for my neighborhood. Favor for the city of Philadelphia. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Listen. How many of you received that? Give God a praise if you received that. Give God a praise if you received that. Give God a praise if you received that. Give God a praise. Hallelujah! 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 Jesus, my God, we're going to do the altar call. As we, as we make this altar call, there's one word in 1 John chapter 5, verse 11. And he says, and this is the record that God has given to us eternal life. And this life, the Zoe life, is in his son. Verse 12. And he that has the son has life. And he that has not the son does not have life. If there is anyone on the live stream, if there is anyone in here today that wants to receive the Son, Jesus Christ, into your life to be saved, we welcome you this morning. You'll see something on the screen to text your decision if you're on the live stream. If you're saying, I want to receive the life of God into my life. Because without the Son, I don't have life. But with the Son, I have the life of God. So if there's anyone this morning, if you want to receive the life of God, just slip that hand up in the air and you're saying, God, I want to receive you. I believe you. I want to receive you. Is there anyone in here this morning that's saying, I want to receive Jesus Christ as my personal Savior? Is there anyone? Hallelujah. Thank God. Well, Father, we thank you for every tremendous blessing that you have done today. We seal this word. We bless your name for everything that you have done. We honor you and we give you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And somebody say, Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us in service today. We pray that this ministry has been a blessing to you and your family. To give your gift of love and help keep this ministry on the air, visit nccop.church giving for all of the ways that you can donate to the ministry. Thank you so much for your generosity and God's blessings until we meet again.